This episode is brought to you by Photo Plus, October 24th through 26th at the Javits Center in New York City. Register today at photoplusexpo.com and use the code TWIP to register for free. Hey folks, in this interview, it's all about the Narbox. This is TWIP. I'd like to say thank you to our sponsor for this episode, Photo Plus. What are you doing to make sure you're up to date with the latest trends, technologies, and techniques necessary to remain competitive in your marketplace? You'll get hands-on with the newest gear from leading brands and hear practical tips and tricks during sessions led by experts. And exhibitors host interactive education sessions directly in their booths right on the show floor. Plus, you'll network and connect with peers and creative leaders from around the world. So why not take a few days and invest in your craft and your business? Register today at photoplusexpo.com and use the code TWIP to register for free. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm lucky enough to be here with uh, one of the co-founders of a company called Narbox. They make a tool that we're going to be talking to you guys about. Um, Will Africano is here. He's the the chief marketing officer, co-founder, basically one of the people behind the magic of the Narbox that is in a unique position to talk to us about what it is, why they put it together, and more specifically, what this new version, they're on version 2.0, version 2.0, the SSD version, versus the old version, and what those changes were, as well as some of the some of the, the, the bumps in the road along the way with bringing this product to market. Uh, so, Will, welcome to the show, man. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for having me. You do not look beat up at all, man. You're in startup <laughs> mode. You're supposed to have bags under your eyes and, you know, a sleeping bag behind you, all that stuff. <laughs> it's been that way for five years. Uh, so don't worry about it too much. You've been through it all. <laughs> You've been through the ringer. So five years, huh? Wow. Yeah. That is... Well, let's let's start from the beginning because, uh, you know, a lot of people, let's make the, let's not make the assumption that everyone's heard about the Narbox, right? Um, which is this guy here. This is Narbox 2.0 that I have. Thanks for sending this over let me play with absolutely um so let, let's let's talk about the original inception and the original idea for the product what was the hole in the market that you guys were hoping to fill with this product considering that there's there you know it's a it's a competitive landscape right now yeah i think you know a lot of folks did see the 1.0 out there because uh, it kind of started this new category of products right of this backup device the concept of replacing a laptop in the field with something that's smaller more rugged and connects to your phone where you can do some of your workflow steps and the first product um the goal was to fill that hole of how do I manage video from a phone, specifically video from GoPro and Mavic type drones. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was where we were focused with that product. Now, uh, what changed was after we did our Kickstarter on that product, which was a $500,000 Kickstarter, good success, really launched the the, uh, company. Um, and then we delivered that product after some development. You know, it was received with some mixed reviews, and a lot of the feedback we got was a, a lot of professionals in that uh, space that were buying the product, trying to just use it as a pure backup device, and then wanted some, you know, workflow tools, ways to get files to and from their phone without all of the files getting there. So we took all that feedback, um, took it back to the drawing board, and that's where we uh, created Narbox 2.0, which we are about to start 
selling live on retail. We've just wrapped up the majority of our Kickstarter deliveries. We Kickstarted that one for almost a million. Um, it was over 900K, so it was a good success. And we saw the people who purchased this one was uh, a much different demographic. You know, it was a little more of a premium version, but following along with the WD. Uh, my passport SSD wireless and the Lacy Copilot. Now there's a little bit of uh, some diversity in this category for consumers who are and professionals now for, with this product who want to leave that laptop behind just to back up files, just to view some files and possibly edit or deliver those files uh, while in the field. Yeah, that, and that, and I can I can attest to that because I I took this one that you that you let me use here. I took it to um, um, uh, this conference I was doing interviews at for uh, this photographer Sue Bryce um, a couple of weeks ago, and it, it was an interesting how just small subtle changes sort of change your your sort of workflow and outlook and how things go as a photographer because when you're in the field there's a constant like okay i need multiple backups of this do i have it you know well, I, can i should i erase this memory card no never you know yeah and, exactly. and all the, and even even just because we were shooting video and lots of stills and all this so there's a lot of data um, and even in the, and plus there was very little time. So I remember one instance where I was like, I would not have been able to do this with the Narbox, not to make this a yep. commercial, but it was, I had to get to one area, but I needed to copy all my data down to the hard drive on the Mac before yep. I went over there. So instead of bringing the Mac, I left the Mac in the hotel room, brought the Narbox instead and sat there and, and did my copy and verify while I was sitting there, you know, yeah. without the Mac at all. So that was, yeah. That, yeah. And that's the core. I mean, there's there's that moment when you're leaving on a trip and our you know people that we work with that are using this product um, that helped us create this product are folks who are often putting all of their camera gear on their back. They have some clothes and some other things. Maybe they're gone for a few days or just a day, but they're carrying all of that gear. So how do we cut weight, right? How do we save space? And then how do we eliminate that decision um, that we have as photographers where we decide whether we're bringing our laptop with us or we're not bringing anything at all and maybe just shooting dual cards and taking a risk which for some people hearing that they're like oh I've done that before and for other people that hear that they're like I would never do that that's crazy but then they bring the laptop they then they're putting that laptop at risk it it has to be tethered to power if you run out of power um, so you know there's limitations to it it takes up space it's a three thousand dollar investment for an editing machine at the same time so are you um, having multiple laptops or are you risking that investment um, and you know, when you when you put Narbox into the decision tree, then you're like, okay, I can carry my laptop, three thousand dollars, and all the stuff, weight, power, or I can carry, you know, the Narbox, which is super small, less than a pound, has a removable battery system, charges off USB-C, and not to mention, it's just a more convenient, streamlined backup solution. Yeah. Um, so by being not only a better option, but a more reliable backup solution, um, in, in saving space, like that decision change now for photographers we have a new option and uh yeah that option is a backup device now is it is being putting on your marketing guy hat right so is is the the ultimate goal or the ultimate customer avatar for the narbox or, or let me reposition the question who is it is it is it the photographer 
you know, like me running and gunning and copying and want to keep going and don't want to bring the laptop? Is it the videographer mm -hmm. that wants to cut some clips real quick in the field just so they can see yeah. what's going on and do it from their laptop or, or from their uh, their phone or their iPad? Like, like, who is it? And are you guys, is Narbox attempting to shift the way we think about workflow in the field and be that solution? Or are you, are you additive and just giving us another option? Um, I think that's a really good question. There's a couple levels to it. The first, to answer your first question, who is this product intended for? Who's buying it? Who's using and getting the most value out of it? I always think, who needs it the most? And when I think about that, I think about anybody, any photographer that's getting paid for a gig and is doing this constantly. You know, I'm shooting every single day. This is a full-time job. I get paid for my work. My work is now on an SD card, and, and that's my income. And as soon as that is the equation, that's who we're, who we're talking about. And typically, yes, it's running gun shooters. It's not your studio shooters doing headshots. It's, um, you know, wedding photographers, event photographers. It's um, freelancers in general is what we look at. So anybody that's taking multiple gigs, maybe they're specializing in one area, but still have a diversity of income streams willing to take many gigs. When we think about the, the incorporating a Narbox or a tool like this into our workflow, there's a couple things that go through my head. And it, is this thing robust enough? Can I trust it? Right. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, having worked in the field with it, yeah, I feel like I could run a car over it and it'd be fine. I know you don't recommend that, but it feels. I don't recommend it, that. No, it feels, I mean, having been in the military, it feels military spec. It feels yeah. like something that you could deploy with, honestly. Well, you um, hit it. That's yeah. what it is, mil spec. We is it? Is it? it? Spec, yeah, it's a mil spec rating uh, to sustain up to 30 minutes of heavy rainfall, right? So I, you know, we shot one of our first uh, little 30 second spots for this product, and it just poured on us. And I was like, this is perfect because all of our shots were Narbox with rain on it. And I was like, that's exactly the use case, you know? Someone's out shooting, the weather goes bad, or you knew it was going bad. We we did have an easy up tent with us, but a lot of the shots weren't that. And so uh, everything was getting wet, including the Narbox. It wasn't an environment for a laptop. And there's a lot of times where that's the case, whether it's dust, it's rain, or it's just, you know, uh, the amount of gear you're carrying with you, that laptop isn't suited for every environment. This device is intended to be rugged. Uh, it is rugged, and it's intended to be the most reliable um, tool that you can purchase for backing up your files. Yeah. And it, and on the other side of that, so being that reliable tool for backing up, it's, it, it, you know, looking through the, the, the marketing materials that you guys sent over, and I can mm -hmm. test this because I tried this, it does a checksum. You can tell yeah. it, you can tell it to do a checksum to verify. Can you talk through that? Because that's that I think that's a yeah. critical issue for a lot of us, because when I copy files over and I'm still anal, right? So I'm still going to leave all my data on the SD cards and, and until they're back, you know, yeah. home and everything's backed up safely. But yeah. having that extra level is important. Can you talk about what that feature is? Yeah, the checksum feature is definitely an important one for getting that uh, feedback that your backup did complete. It is a byte-by-byte -byte verification, typically used and first originated by coders, but now 
uh, mandatory for production on DITs, and now we're bringing that feature that um, you know typically not everyone uses is software only available pretty much on your laptop um, that you have to install and add to your workflow there uh, that we brought into the Narbox to provide that peace of mind when you're not looking at the files. So if you're not connected with your phone or your tablet to view and watch that backup take place, you now just get a data verification that it all went through or you know a fail. So it's really important to know when it fails. Um, oftentimes, you know, if it fails, it could just be a, an off file or a, a weird um, bit, but you might have lost a piece of your video and you need to redo that backup. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that is incredibly valuable for people who are, you know, on set and on the go to know whether it was a pass fail. It's just as binary like it's as binary as that. Um, and, you know, when you have limited time in a day, you have locations and you have people to move and clients to uh, call the shots with, you know, you don't have time to be looking through all the files to make sure they're there. So this just saves time while also adding that peace of mind and, and that visual verification in the backup experience. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it works. Yeah. <laughs> it, really, it works well. So I want to, I want to talk through some of the IO on this, this guy before we dive cool. into the, the other parts of this. So I'm, I'm looking at mine now. Let me put me on the screen here. So I'm looking at this one now and I, I see I've got a, a USB-C port on here. I've got um, a, a memory card port and what looks to be a display port on here mm -hmm. on one side. And then the other side, a weather sealed another weather sealed USB port. Can you talk me through what those various ports are for? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, majority of folks are still shooting on SD cards um, and our customers for sure. So you can plug your SD card in. That's the primary, you know, use is you plug in, you hit the button right away, one touch, it backs it up. Um, the USB-C ports are for readers and drives. So, uh, and, and also connecting, well, with USB-C now, it's also our power port and uh, also connecting to your computer for Narbox to act as a drive. But you know, the main reason for the diversity of ports is if you're gonna replace your laptop, it needs to be able to do not only back up an SD card to the drive internally, but maybe make copies to multiple destinations, um, possibly from a reader or a hub if you want to attach three, four cards and back up you know, them each sequentially using the app. You can back them all up to multiple destinations uh, and seamlessly make all the copies you need uh, without worry, not having to say, well, I want to bring my laptop because I want to attach a hub or my readers. Like, we, that doesn't work. So we, if we're going to replace the laptop, we have to provide the ports that you would use. Yeah. Um, the display port is just a way for you to plug into a screen so that you can play the videos back uh, on a larger screen because oftentimes a phone isn't enough. Um, but if you're at the end of a shoot day, you're in a hotel or you just, you know, you have a monitor on location, um, you could be playing back and streaming a, on a larger display uh, in HD, which is nice. What about the photos? Can you can you see the could you like a, a mini impromptu slideshow as well? Not yet, but you know we're excited to continue to build and add new features using that port and uh, build out the functionality on larger screens. That's really cool. Awesome. Yeah. 
All right, so that's so we we covered the ruggability, we covered the IO, we covered the covered the checksum stuff. Uh, I've got a page of notes here. Them <laughs> while I have you here, um, we talked about who it's for. Um, let, let's go back before we move on. I want to talk a little bit more about workflow and have you yeah, sort of totally. walk us through that stuff. But yeah. I wanted to address you know one of the elephants in the room, especially for the people that supported the previous Kickstarter or the Kickstarter, um, the second Kickstarter. There was a delay, right, from yeah. when you guys thought you were going to ship to now when you're actually about to ship. Can you talk through that for the people that are like, yeah, what's, what's going on? I backed you and I didn't get my thing. What do you what do you tell those folks? Yeah, it's always something we deal with as Kickstarter creators and Kickstarter backers. Some are used to experiencing that and some just don't like it. You know, I, I think that we always aim for um, a really uh, aggressive you know, goals as a company, we set big goals. That's how we create amazing products. Um, and uh, the timeline goal was an, another aggressive and, and lofty goal. We got to the timeline and even uh, a bumped timeline and, and in both instances decided that it was best for us and for the customers to push back. The reason always being, we don't believe as a company delivering on time at the risk of delivering a bad product is a good idea. Customers will be more angry if the product doesn't work the way it was intended to. And so through those months, um, you know, delayed, uh, you know, till we started shipping about seven months from the original delay time. Um, you know, that was all beta testing, field testing, iteration, um, finding new potential failure points and fixing them, as well as just improving the system as a whole, adding new features. We found how people were really using it. Once you put it in the field, you get so much feedback and we said, well, hey, we want to add more uh, ideas to this folder preset system where you have auto organization on backup. We wanted to add back to rename things that we didn't envision at the Kickstarter now made it into the product, sometimes at the sacrifice of features we put in the Kickstarter. But all of it is based off of, okay, these hundred people used it. They put it to the test. This is the feedback. You know, 80% of them are uh, asking for more auto organization features. They're finding the most valuable thing to be the fact that they can plug a card in and back it up. So we started to add that in there. And, you know, like I said, as a company, and we've maybe talked about this in the past before, because um, I know members of the TWIP community have asked about delays. Um, it's for us, like failure would be delivering a bad product. Failure to us isn't uh deliver like failure to us wasn't the late right you know that was a, a a small loss it was definitely not what we intended or wanted it can be frustrating but yeah we're really excited with the product that we put out and that um is the true success and uh the feedback we're getting is amazing and we're really really satisfied with that and you guys are just getting started too right so you're you're oh, not yeah. you're not done yet you're not no. here so this is and you're it's it's interesting because in the life cycle of a product we know you know if all goes well you're going to iterate and iterate and iterate mm -hmm. and make it better and better over time um but i think one of the saving graces around the delay with this particular kickstarter was you have a proven track record you released a product before right people were happy with it you know you were building on the shoulders of that 
that one to build this one. So it wasn't like you were, you know, some of these these crowdfunded, uh, you know, hardware and software products that sort of abscond with the money and you never hear from them again. You guys are real and you're right here. Right? Yeah, so. I've been scammed myself on Kickstarter, so yeah. I, I've seen it seen it happen. You know, yeah, we shipped the first product. We're there. We're talking to customers. Um, we're putting out updates at a cadence of how the information was coming in typically trying to keep it to two to six week range of information updates. Information's always changing and uh, you know, once we finalized the product then it was ramping up production and then it was importing across the globe. It was our first time building in Asia. So uh, it was, it was a, you know, a lot of challenges, a lot of new, um, a new experiences for us, just uh, another growing experience, but we, we came out of it bigger, better, and stronger, uh, and, and more capable of delivering products in the future. Um, this product, I mean, you you used the 1.0, and now yeah. you have the 2.0. It's it's 10x. You know, it's just a totally different ball game. Yeah, um, it's, it's a so, new product. It's not. Yeah, a, it, so yeah, it's brand new. every time we iterate and learn, we just uh, we have to make big jumps forward. And as a small company, kind of fighting into this big old camera market, and and really in the storage industry, you know, we need to be innovating and challenging, you know, the status quo of um, of what is valuable for photographers, particularly for professional work, you know, um, because if we don't do that, then we're going to continue to get the same old uh, slow moving junk that we've been getting for years. Yeah. Um, and there's some other small companies that have been building backup devices for decades and putting new ideas in that we've learned from as well. And now this new era of, of and maybe this is a good segue for us, but uh, this new era now of backup devices that also have Wi-Fi connectivity to enable workflow, uh, that's just, you know, this is a whole new world now. We have a big software team and that's a big focus for us. As you mentioned, we're going to be continue to be building out on this platform. We have two apps. We have integrations with Lightroom and LumaFusion. We've partnered with Photo Mechanic to build, uh, you know, provide the engine for one of our applications. Uh, and, and what we're focusing on in the future is building uh, that backup device that not only backs up the most reliable the most reliable way to back up in the field, but um, can enable workflow advancements. So how do I actually get some of that work done before I get home so that when I plug in my drive into my computers, now I you know just I just had the files and I had to start working on them. Now I have the drive, which is the your narbox which is up to a terabyte of SSD, I plugged that in, and now my files are also organized, they're also renamed, I've previewed all of them, and you know, five-star rated, I did my rating pass and I added my keyword tags. Now I'm already done organizing and I'm jumping straight into editing, and you think about the time that we, uh, as, as photographers or videographers are, um, you know, stepping into our work once we get home and back to the studio, the amount of time it takes just doing those steps of organizing, renaming, setting up your editing environment, um, going through and previewing all of the photos and videos, all of that time now is being uh, placed across different locations. So yeah. now I can start doing it on location. Some of that's organization, auto organization, auto renaming based on how I prepared my shoot, my Narbox going into my shoot. Some of that is, you know, in my instance, often it's on the airplane or uh, in the back of the an Uber or even on a, even on a, um, 
a subway if I'm in New York, you know, it's it's like you're that's when you actually can pull your phone out now or an iPad. I know you're a big iPad user. I, I, it's a beautiful way to look at the files. And I can start working in a convenient fashion off of a device that has 10, 20 hours of battery and, um, uh, and can charge off a USB and is, uh, you know, fits in my hand without having to open it up and run fans on my computer and get hot right. and cramped right. up with uh, Raptor arms. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a powerful system, and, and that's where we're focused on in the future. It's not providing just that backup, but now we're going to look into your workflow. How do I cut an hour out each shoot? And yeah, if I could yeah. do that, I can save you time that you can put back into your life or your, you know, your wallet or your business or your marketing or your networking. Um, and so if we can create something that not only makes, reduces the risk of losing files, but actually makes your life better. Now that's a, that's a powerful product. That is. And I, you know, I can attest to that workflow change because real world, right? Kind of like you, uh, on the plane, normally my, my MO on a plane is, you know, I get on there, you know, if it's Southwest or whatever, get on. Um, and I keep my bag with me and it goes under the seat in front of me because all my goodies are in there. And my, yep. more importantly, my laptop and all that stuff is in there because I may want to do some culling and editing or whatever on the plane, depending on the length of the flight mm -hmm. on this last flight that I went on that switched because of you guys, right? So my bag went into the overhead and the only thing that I took to the seat with me was my phone, my headphones and the Narbox. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, and I was able to just sort of chill there with my, you know, with my little drink and sort of go through my files on the phone <laughs> while yeah. I was sitting there. I didn't even have the iPad. I just had the, the, the iPhone right there and I'm just going through everything. And if it, 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 and to tell you, well, it really felt like science fiction, <laughs> to just be like literally, literally sitting there and going through all the files and, you know, looking at videos and, you know, just doing all my stuff off of a hard drive wirelessly while sitting on the plane and yeah. with my laptop safely stored away and I, with leg room now because I'm 6'2", I could actually stretch my legs out. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's interesting. So I want to, with that, I wanted to have you sort of walk through the the workflow process i know you're prepared to do a screen share um and then one of the one of the t questions at the top was and this is where i am literally today um yep. after we get off this call i have to do some work off of the narbox so i'm wondering cool. can i is the narbox designed to allow me to plug it into my computer because i've done all my organization everything is sitting there can i plug it into my mac through USB-C and use it as a primary drive, you know, i.e. edit off of it, off of it, or is it just designed to get everything here safely, i.e. into my office and then copied off of, onto its edit drive? What's the, yeah. what's the flow? I, I typically copy off to an edit drive. I think we recommend that. Like Narbox is just like this, like uh, you know, this lockbox of for your files that you are you know using while you're in the field. It's mostly a field device. When I bring it home, I mean, it just depends on your setup, right? I don't know if you're editing off NAS or you know if you have a just a large um, RAID drive or what. I I have a RAID drive. It's synced to my Dropbox. Narbox, I connect to my network when I get home, 
because if I get home late, I'm typically not jumping straight into editing. So what I do is I have all my files land into a Dropbox folder on my Narbox. Then when I get home, I plug it into power and overnight, all of my files are uploading into Dropbox. That So then I get that, that cloud upload. Um, and then I also have it syncing from Dropbox down to my um, onto my RAID drive. The other way it could be done is just to the RAID, to the Dropbox. It just depends on um, <laughs> where I set up and uh, where I am, either if it's at the office or if I'm at home. So at home, I, I go to Dropbox. If I'm at the office, it goes straight into my RAID. So now I have multiple locations, and I hit that 3-2-1 basically as soon as I get home. Um, and, and that's my workflow. Uh, but people are editing off of it. There's, It's definitely something you can do. It's a, a totally capable drive, read-write, you know, uh, spec'd up to 350. Typically on a Mac while editing, you're getting like 225 megabytes a second. So um, if not more, uh, the read usually a little higher. So I, I, th I think, you know, it's a totally capable editing drive. I think there are some limitations of it just being battery powered versus bus powered, right? So yeah. bus powered would be your typical drive is bus powered. If you can bus power, I think it's better. Um, rather than running a second battery powered device, it's going to hurt your battery long term. So I, I always recommend to just go to another drive. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think that I would do that. I'm in the process now of of moving to a NAS based system. Yeah. So, you know, and, and there you go. doing the research around that, because that seems like magic to me too. It <laughs> is. Know, like yeah. Being we able to edit about that maybe in the future, for sure. I think like that's a step in the workflow. We're seeing a lot of photographers migrate to this network connection. Like there's two trends, right? It's network connection and we're always changing our workflow. So network mm -hmm. networking in the field and at home is changing. Um, the clouds, changing as well. The cloud's been around for a while, but we're finally seeing full saturation, I think. Um, everyone has some cloud solution in their workflow and their in their data management. Um, and now we're, what we're trying to do is bridge a lot of the field to the, to the homework and trying to streamline that transition of what am I doing in the field and am I de-risking in the field and do I have network ability in the field? And then when I get home, is it connecting right into my network? So. Mm. That requires a smart device. You know, that requires a device with strong Wi-Fi and processors, not just uh, you know a typical HDD or SSD. And like long term, and I think it's really cool that we're actively evolving your workflow on air because yeah. that's just what we're that's what we do. I mean, we have live chat on our website. We have communities, and I go to events and trade shows where I see you at, and uh, we're constantly just fielding questions like that. And how do I do this? Should I do this? And and everyone has a different workflow. This is just a tool that you can inject into it and find a way to improve that workflow however you see fit, whether it's just a new backup uh, solution in the field or if it's uh, culling files or viewing them from a phone or not, um, whether it's going into a full mobile workflow, i.e. pulling files into Lightroom CC and editing from an iPad and having it sync over the Adobe Cloud, that's an option to you. Not everyone takes it, but a lot of folks are going that way um, because it allows for more streamlined editing solutions, and Narbox can connect into that. Or it's just, I'm plugging into Capture One and Lightroom Classic, and I want my files to be tact great mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. we can supply that so uh if it's a video workflow you know we've talked about LumaFusion. i want to trim clips pull them onto my ipad and do a quick cut from an ipad you can do that 
Um, and and that we, we provide options and we provide small, tangible, but powerful features, um, i.e. folder presets or checksum or an integration with Adobe to facilitate you building a new workflow. And as people constantly evolve that workflow every few years, perhaps, um, or even just constantly, maybe it's an everyday, every shoot iteration, uh, you know, we hope that over time, you will save time with new technology, that you will reduce the risk of losing files with new technology, that you will deliver to clients faster. Um, and you improve as a photographer, as a professional, as a working professional, um, servicing clients that are paying you. And uh, that, that's always our end goal when we think about new products and new features that we build. I love that. I love that. You know, speaking of new products and new features, here's a feature request for the next <laughs> the next Narbox for me. I, I you know I know this is pie in the sky. Wouldn't it be, here's the here's the 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 Silicon Valley. Wouldn't it be cool if ellipsis right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if if in the field? Let's assume I have my old NAS. Everything is set up here and it's connected. Yeah. And I can get to it from any place on the planet. Wouldn't it be cool if my Narbox could upload my files when you know there's bandwidth available mm -hmm. to you know a folder structure, a predetermined folder structure on my home NAS? That yeah. would be that would be killer if I could do that. Yeah, I mean, right now with the Dropbox feature, you can sync via your Dropbox once you get the Narbox onto a local Wi-Fi. So mm -hmm. there's some, you know, uh, way to do that. Uh, but, you know, feedback back and forth will, between the two devices will be an interesting long-term endeavor for us. I, uh, you know, we're looking in always to new features like that. So uh, we'll definitely log it in the uh, in the feature request list. And just don't, don't, just don't log it in the circular file, Will. Come on. <laughs> That's a great idea, Frederick. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's, 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 it, you wouldn't be the first one to ask for that. So, um, or you aren't the first one to ask for that. So it's definitely something, you know, among many, many ideas and features of people now uh, throwing at us every day, which is the best thing you can ask for yeah. uh, as a company really is getting active feedback from a community, having a strong community, having followers that believe in the future and believe in what you have now. Um, that's the best and probably the most valuable thing we have. So yeah. um, we'll take features all day. All right, well, all so right. Uh, I think I think we should dive into just sort of looking through how the actual soft the applications work. I know the, the, there's a suite of applications so far that you guys have developed that operate on the iPhone and the iPad. So mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what I can do and what that integration looks like. Are you, you have a screen share going there. Can we, uh, can we dive into that? Yeah, let's jump on in. This is the SafeKeep app, which is our primary application. Every user will use this one. It's you know your basic uh, finder or explorer where you navigate all your files. You can um, set up presets. You can view and navigate the folder. So it's a basic folder structure. You know I have all my backups on here. I can see my card that's actually attached. I can eject it or I can navigate in and view the files and copy them. Um, but you know before I run a backup what everyone needs to do is just be acquainted with our you know, onboard backup system. And, and that comes first with these settings. The backup settings, we talked about the checksum. You know, I leave that one on or off. I'll have it on for this one so we can see it. Uh, really have it on and off based on settings if it's you know a casual or a work shoot. Um, smart backup is super important though. This is the ability to back up a card uh, to a location, take that card out, keep shooting on it, 
then plug it back in, back it up again. And as long as it goes to the same location, it'll only copy the new files you shoot. So that one's a mandatory yes on, I think, for me. And then for the flattened folders and folder by extension, it's kind of a preference option as well, uh, similar to the checksum. But I keep it on. I think it uh, saves time in the long run. Basically, flattened folders you know, will eliminate the source folder structure and take all the files and then drop them into an end destination. And then when you add folder by extension, it'll create the folders um, by the extension on the file. So for example, it'll create a folder for ARWs, JPEGs, and uh, MP4. Say I shot all three in a day on a single given card. Maybe sounds crazy, but it's definitely something that could happen. And added time savings and convenience. All of these are about that. Um, and and I, we'll we'll have them on for now. The it's second sort of, sort of automation on import, right? So with totally. with it, just a quick question. So with that automation on import, am I able to specify various devices? For example, when I'm out, I'm shooting. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm shooting with my GH5, uh, G9. Uh, I'm do maybe some drone shots from a, from a Mavic okay. Pro, and then maybe some audio files from a Zoom. Right? Am yep. I able to say, okay, anything from that device goes here, et cetera, et cetera? Totally. So that is all done through our folder presets, which allows you to program different backup folder structures um, with a name to it onto the box, so that when you're backing up just uh, using your NAR box with the screen and buttons as you plug a card in, you can actually select uh, one of those presets. And I'll make one real quick. Um, I'll combine basically our, uh, our desired workflows, but I source everything into Dropbox um, so that I can uh, uh, upload when I get home. And then, you know, let's just create a test shoot. So I'll just add you know, um, this test shoot, I usually do like a location folder that I in the future will rename. And then let's just add, um, you said GH5, is that the, the camera we're shooting mm -hmm. on? Yeah. So I'll, yeah. I'll add a GH5. And um, I'm going to name that one simply GH5. And we'll just create one new one that, that mimics the structure uh, that I want. So we called it test. And then we do, uh, let's just call it the DJI Mavic. And um, that's going to be a new folder that we create. So if I select one versus the other, I'm going to get a different folder. This dynamic option lets me add um, different dating options based off of the file, uh, the file's shot date. Um, and then the, the current date will just create a folder based on date and time. I, I'm not a big user of that. I might do some date sorting for different shoots. Sometimes I use it. Um, oh, this is the Mavic. So I'm going to just name this one the DJI M. Um, and that's now I have two different folder structures. And I don't know if you can cut back uh, now to the screen. Uh, I'm on the screen now. I'm, on the, I'm showing the your folder presets. Yeah. Yeah, so now what I can oh, actually... Oh, you. Okay, here we go. Yeah, here we go. The camera. All right, let's see if we can show this here. But basically, now what I have is the GH5 and the Mavic uh, DJI M folder, and I could toggle those on and off. So I could program all of my different cameras and have them on or off for different shoots or just have them in a long list. Um, and when I select one of them, it's actually going to back up the card to the NAR box. There you go. It's going to start kicking it off. We can kick back to the app now. 
Um, oh, that is so cool. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay, so I can, I can, so correct me if I'm wrong. So, and forgive my fanboy excitement here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I can do one of two things. So I can have, if I know I'm going on a, let's, let's, let's put it in a box. Let's say, let me bring us back on screen here. Let's say I'm, um, let's say I'm doing a, a, a model fashion portraiture shoot, right? And I know that, you know, maybe it's going to occur. There's going to be several different looks that happen over the day um, and different things that are going to occur. So I can I can plan out that day with the different shoots and what's going to happen, typically all with one camera in that scenario. Right. So I can yeah. pre-organize like, OK, shoot or look one goes in this folder and these, this is all the data, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but then you're saying if I get this right, I can also or in addition or separately have a folder hierarchy because I'm always shooting, right? And I'm out and about shooting and flying my drone and taking photos or whatever. I can say, okay, all my drone photos go or images go in this folder and underneath mm -hmm. that folder, it's split into stills and video and have it just do the right thing whenever I import into that folder. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, that's exactly it. So kind of programming your folder structure is what we try to create the feature set to do. And I'll, if you flip back to the phone screen, I'll just show you really fast. Um, this task is in progress. You can see the location it's going to. And when I actually navigate, now you see these folders are created. And there's the ARWs sorted by file extension with all my files showing up in it. Um, and then I can just tap in. And while this backup's taking place, you know, I can even start to preview them and um, do other things to it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's a really powerful, um, powerful tool for enabling auto organization. So now when I step the Narbox into my computer, when I get home, that whole process was is done. The process of renaming folders, um, navigating, copying and pasting multiple cards uh, into different folders or the same folder, uh, it's just gone. So that's our that's kind of our goal is cutting out this kind of mundane work from what is an otherwise fun and creative process. So if I had a folder like in the in the instance of that 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 portrait shoot, if I had a folder named Jane Doe, you know, it's September whatever 2019 2020. Um, that's that's the project. Mm -hmm. um, and I organized that and and imported and ingested all of all of my data into that folder or that folder tree during the shoot when i get back the process would be just be dragging that main folder over to my nas and then exactly going, going from there right yeah exactly so it just like i said you know steps you into that next step with a bunch of work done for you automatically and you know i've been uh, watching people evolve with this product and iterate their workflow rapidly after getting it, changing the way we name folders and files so that we can hone better organization, take advantage of optimization. Um, but our goal is always to match your uh, workflow to and your folder structuring to uh, the features we provide you to create. So there's, you know, there's some work to do along those lines and some cool ideas that we have for continuing to add more automation steps. But um, right now, it's it's really awesome for exactly the use cases you laid out. Um, and yeah, like I said, cut out that 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 little extra time can go a long way. Yeah, no, that's 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 killer. So that that's the workflow. So, um, so one of the other one of the other notes I have down here is you know again with that wouldn't it be cool if ellipsis um, was the idea of being able to because I do a lot of photography on my iPhone too, right? Okay. So I want to be able to ingest stuff from my camera roll 
into into that narbox i want the narbox to be sort of my repository for all right, of the media yeah. that i create and some of the media in fact probably you know a good percentage is done on, on ios are you guys building that facility in yeah, that's that is um, that is a feature that's been often requested, especially as our phones get better and better, and we record more media, both photo and video, on them. Um, you know, we're we're we actually get that request more for video because people want um, to kind of combine that footage and like see it and view it, and yeah. it just takes up so much more space. Yeah. You know, um, it's easy to get a Google Photos and sync, but. Uh, it's a feature that isn't currently on the box, but is one that we've had enough requests of where we're looking into and trying to develop and build it out. Um, it's not uh, in a, any public release, though. So yeah. um, just a kind of test feature we have going. With the, with the, I mean, you, I'm sure you saw the new iPhone release, right? So the, the iPhone oh. Pro, uh, yeah. whatever they're calling it, um, and its ability to record multiple streams of video simultaneously. Yeah. Which, in, pra in, in theory, looks really cool. In practice, is going to suck up a whole lot of disk space on, on will, yeah. a mobile device, which is going to make a make a, the proposition of a Narbox type device very, very attractive for people that want to use that sort of workflow. So, yeah, possibly. Yeah, and that's I, you know, shout out to Filmic Pro for making a really cool application. I'm really excited about that myself. Yeah, it made me die. I mean, I have Filmic Pro. It made me take another fresh look at Filmic Pro because yeah, it's it's really cool. Like, um, you mean yeah, I could record a, a multicam interview with just my phone? Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Yeah, it's really cool. And you know, uh, the one thing you hit on there is just that as more devices, more and more devices continue to create more data, larger data sets, we need. Um, storage solutions, and um, we need a, uh, an array of different storage solutions. You know, you're talking about the NAS system and um, investing time and money into developing uh, network attached storage, and uh, it's just another example of we're creating so much data, we have created so much data that we need um, ways to secure it, to preserve it, to archive it, as well as back it up uh, on location, and, and that's where we play into that. Um, suite is developing a new type of storage that as hasn't existed really before um, that can provide the most reliable way to back up in the field. And, you know, we'll find new ways to back up more stuff and more devices. But our goal is always find, find out how people are creating content and find new ways to safely and reliably back it up. That's, yeah. you know, that's our MO. That's fantastic. And, you know, it, it, we can wrap it up with this because I know my the kinds of data that I'm creating is just it's it, it's growing over time. Right. So it's everything yep. from drones and stills <laughs> and video from drones, my cameras doing different kinds of things with the cameras, uh, yeah. recording audio. There's yep. 360 cameras now that I'm recording content with. So there's there's a never ending and it's all data. It's all zeros and ones that need to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. So yep. if, you, if I can use, if I can rely on my, my rugged eyes, mil spec Narbox to be <laughs> the repository for all that stuff and keep it safe until I get it and stick it into, you know, the library of Congress here, you know, yep. <laughs> yep. you know or Fort Knox, then we're all, then we're all set. So yeah. Cool, man. That's, 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 that's absolutely right. And, um, yeah, we're, I mean, like this is a, this is a cool product. This is a new way to back up. And if we can make it so that with 
I have eight cameras or whatever you're, you're shooting these days. I have all these sources. Well, not only do, how do I back it up, but how do I keep it straight all the time? How do I never lose? You, it's easy to get lost in the shuffle of cards and drives and, um, and different shoots and, you know, your archive and your history, all of these things It needs to be easily accessible. You need to always know it's there. You need to, um, have that transparency with your information and data and your backups. And, and Narbox provides those things for you uh, yeah. between the, the backup and on sc the, the screen on the box that um, gives you the feedback of backups, but the connectivity to a phone or an iPad so you can view, preview, um, and actually access that media. So, yeah, that's kind of the, that's the gist of it. <laughs> that's cool, man. Congratulations. Um, so as we, as we wrap this up, as we record this, it is uh, Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. Yep. When are we looking at this, uh, the official launch when, you know, all embargoes are lifted and, you know, it's, it's just out in the wild? Yeah. So um, the the date is October 2nd. Oh, <laughs> you look nervous saying that. <laughs> you know, there was a couple bumps on that, but um, we wanted to make sure that all of our backers got product and that we were able to actually push you know, our final software release um, into the product before it went into retail. Um, that software release has a multi-destination copy that we think is really, really powerful. I didn't show it to you today, but basically uh, plug a card in, plug a drive in, read the card, and then write it to two destinations. So basically at the same amount of time it would take you to make one copy, you're making two copies um, because so many people are you know, getting their files both to the Narbox and to another SSD. So you have that redundancy, but also you have that you know, ready to go uh, scratch disk so, um, for e editing drives. So um, yeah, it's, it's just a powerful feature and it took us a while to get it out there, but it's coming out. Um, excited to see reviews and see this go live, um, and yeah, really kind of see what, how the market responds and and how people like or dislike our product or provide new feature ideas and new requests for what uh, we can create in the future because that's yeah. uh, that's just the cycle we're on. I, th I think people will dig it, and I think you'll get a lot of feedback because, like you said, there's a there's a, a, a near infinite amount of of workflows and everyone thinks theirs is the way right and they're yep. going to want they're going to want to bend your dart your device to fit their workflow pr properly or perfectly so yeah and hopefully you don't have to bend it much as it yeah. stands today I, I don't think you know we're we're not getting as much uh, as feedback as we got with the first version because we took in all that feedback so yeah. i think we're way ahead of where we were before we're way ahead at launch where we were when we launched the first gen and uh yeah, i think you can bend this thing without much uh, effort to uh your workflow. I love it. I love it. Well, congratulations, Will Africano, on this thing. Thank you, you so much. This is the Narbox 2.0 SSD version hitting store shelves and mass distribution on October 2nd, 2019. So that's it. It's been a long road, and you guys are here. Landing gear is down. You're on final approach. So good luck. <laughs> That's it. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you having us on and or having me on um, this time around. But look forward to being on again. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you got to come on again and talk about maybe a month later. Talk about, okay, we got this kind of feedback, and we, we're pointing the ship in this direction now, which is... Yeah. Yeah, cool. Absolutely. Let's, let's see how people are putting it to use and um, sharing feedback and... You know, maybe we talk just about mobile workflow or something, because that might be a, a future for a lot of users out there. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Will Africano, CMO and co-founder of Narbots. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Photo Plus, October 24th through 26th at the Javits Center in New York City. Register today at photoplusexpo.com and use the code TWIP to register for free. This is Twitter.